I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to Wax Quizzical. This is a podcast that has all the questions, but history has proven, unfortunately, very few of the answers. But we'll see if we can change that today with comedian Ivo Graham. Hello, and thank you for having me on the podcast. Thank you for being here. I know you're very busy at the moment, traveling around the country uh, to see football. Yes, I have done a bit of that. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> I, I undertook a very unprofessional venture on Saturday afternoon to try and make it from the Edinburgh Fringe to Carlisle <laughs> and back in time for my show. Because, of course, you support... I support a lower league football team till I die. Come rain or shine. Called, um, is it Carlisle United? No, I support Swindon Town. Oh, Swindon Town, I'm I, so sorry. I, I, that's why the Carlisle away fixture during the Edinburgh Fringe is such a dream. <laughs> if, I, if I supported Carlisle, probably because I was from Carlisle, and it wouldn't be such an event to go to Carlisle midway through the Fringe. <laughs> Whereas I, this, is, this is so needlessly aggressive at the top. <laughs> the, the, the point is that it's the only uh, England-based away fixture that you could conceivably get to from the Edinburgh Fringe in a day trip. Yeah, and make it and back for the show. I did it, and the show suffered. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking at a photo of you at the uh, at the game there with, I think, quite a homophobic top that you've got on there. Imagine cruising. No, Imagine the very idea of it. No, it's not meant to show contempt for cruising. If anything, <laughs> it's meant to tempt people into the ocean. Um, <laughs> and actually, that's an old one and shirt, and the sponsor... Uh, it is no longer Imagine Cruising, but there was a period where it was clarified, uh, Karen, and it said Imagine Cruising, and underneath it said more than just a cruise. I see. So actually, you know, they, they've heard your concerns, yeah. and, and they've uh, they've taken action. Why did the uh, Why did the cruising business stop sponsoring? I just think um, not enough uh, of the sort of two or three hundred people who go to watch Swindon <laughs> Town away at Carlisle on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, are going to be tempted into a cruise <laughs> off the back of a simple bit of shirt-based advertising, um, and we've given way to some sort of betting thing. Yes, yes, it yes, al- always is. Well, this podcast is a quiz, Ivo. We've got ten questions. We've actually got today an option for you. Mm. This is rare. We have two packets of questions to choose from. Okay. 
One is a regular set of 10 questions. And uh, the other is we or we, where the answer to every question is either Scotland or France. Okay. Well, I mean, it'd be rude not to do a, a fair or bit of that one, wouldn't it? Well, here we are in Edinburgh, okay, right? Yes. So, okay, well, we'll do we all we today. But it's not just you here uh, to answer the questions. You also have the assistance of Brains Trust. Hello, Brains Trust. Would you like to meet them now? Yes, please. First of all, it's a big hello to the Tuck Shop Line Monitor at St. Helens Primary in Narrabri. It's Max Cuthbert. Hi, everyone. It's really good to be here. Thank you so much for having me on the Quiz Podcast. So, the Tuck Shop Line Monitor. Yes. At uh, St. Helens Primary in Narrabri. What, what's, what are the responsibilities of the tuck shop line monitor? So I have to stand at the front of the tuck shop line in, in, a, in a fluorescent vest. And um, you're only allowed 12 people in, in the tuck shop at any one time. So I have a little clicker and I, and I click it every time someone walks in. And if, if, if there's more than 12, then I get in trouble from Mr. Simpson. But sometimes kids so this is a high level of responsibility at St. So, it's so high. It's like a, such responsibility. Um, sometimes I was a little bit scared when I took it on, but actually I think I'm really doing really well. Mm. How many people tend to be queuing up outside the tuck shop sort of waiting to get in? There can be any, anywhere up to... I can't really count that high, but a lot. Okay, okay great. So, but, so but you can get to 12 because that's how many you've, yeah, got, you've got to keep it at 12. And I have a clicker to help me, actually. Mm. And do you have some sort of system of stopping people if they're trying to get in? You know, they're the 13th person to get in. I put my hand there, but sometimes often J- Jeremy Walker will just kind of barge right through. Um, and, and, then, and then I have to call Mr. Simpson to come over to tell Jeremy off. And okay. then sometimes Jeremy, if I call Mr. Simpson, will beat me up. Sort of Mr. Simpson's right hand, <laughs> Mr. Simpson's right hand man, aren't you? No, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm whip health. Yeah, oh, oh great. So you're you sort of on the same, you see yourself on the same level as Mr. Simpson. I would never say that I am on the same level as Mr. Simpson, but, you know, sometimes kids have aspirations and dreams. Yeah. And maybe one day I will get there. And one time Mr. Simpson bought me a red skin and it was delicious. So Max Cuthbert is here. Yes. Thank you for the good work that you do. Happy to, to help Ivo. Yes. But that's not all. We also have uh, here in Edinburgh a grave robber. It's a big hello to Jacqueline McIlvaney. Hello. Hello, Jacqueline. <laughs> Hi there, Kyron. I love you. Welcome. It's good to be here. Thank you so much. You, you look a little bit tired. Have you been up? Oh, uh, it is a, a nocturnal sort of uh, life that I lead. Actually, getting mm. out there. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, and Robin, Robin the Robin grave. those graves. Someone's got to pull them all up so we can do all the medical research on them. You see. Oh, is that what it's for? That's what's. That's so what. So this is sanctioned. This is not an illegal practice. Well, You'll this is one of those careers that's been passed down from my grand grand grandpappy down to my. And it became illegal about three generations ago. So now it's not a sort of uh, it's it is frowned upon. But mm. you got to keep those traditions rich. I didn't realize because I know undertakers often that often runs in the family. Aye. you know funeral homes. It's often you know passed through because mm. very few people want to go into funeral homes. But I guess if you grow up with it, it doesn't phase you. No. grave robbing is the same. It's I a tradition passed down from family to family. Absolutely love it. It's, mm. I wear it proudly. Uh, Do you have a company? Is the company is your family name? Is it the McIlvaney? It's the McIlvaney Robbers. <laughs> wow. The McIlvaney. Yeah. Sometimes it's easy just to go with the first thought. You got to yeah. <laughs> keep it clear. Yeah, you got to know. And you, everyone, we, you need we, everyone to know. Exactly we dropped the graveyard robber, the graveyard out out, out of the uh, name there because, mm. uh, of course, three generations ago, illegal. Mm. So we're trying to keep the. Uh, uh, 
you know, authorities offer backs. Mm-hmm. So we've dropped graveyard there. But uh, so it's you, just the you won't believe robbers. graveyard and robbers, two of the most difficult words yeah. to say when you're not a native speaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you certainly picked up the language well. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Should we do a quiz? Uh, yes, Let's please. do it. Okay. So again, we or we? <laughs> good. The good, good, good. You worry um, that it might be insulting to, to Scott, Scotland, <laughs> but uh, that horse has bolted with, with, uh, with, uh, with, with Jacqueline's robbers. <laughs> Question number one. In which country can you legally marry a dead person? In which country well, can you legally yeah, marry a dead person? I'm surely going to pass that one straight over to... Uh, yeah, that, I do actually have a little bit of background in this because... I actually did, I've, look, when you see as many dead bodies in the middle of the dark, dark night as I do, it's quite romantic out there. Mm-hmm. It's quite romantic out there in the graveyards. It's quiet. You can really feel like you're connecting. And I have been known to share a bed with one or two particularly attractive cadavers <laughs> that I have brought home with me, with, with me to my warm, warm bed. So one or two. Is it hard to remember? Or it I seems like quite a memorable thing to do, actually, <laughs> to take a body from a grave it's and put them in your own bed. It's not, it's not, it's not, I'm doing that every night. Several bodies a night, you see. It's not that I fall in love with all of them. I'm not floozy like that. Yeah, but right. you can, you can marry a dead body. I've done it. I would never, ever sleep with anyone out of wedlock. Mm. But necromancy, not a problem. <laughs> That's absolutely fine. Okay, so we're finding out about the moral line with Jacqueline. Has this come up in any of your school classes, Max? No, but one time when my grandma died, um, Grandpa kept her at at home for like two months and no one knew until he finally took her on a date to the RSL. (laughs) Right. Sort of like Weekend at Bernie's, but at a local RSL. I haven't seen that, but I have seen Ratatouille, which is very funny with the little (laughs) rat in the guy's hat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then, grand, but then, grand, and that day when, when grandpa took grandma to the RFL, he won big on the pokies, and then he got really upset because he said that it was grandma, dead grandma was his lucky charm. Mm. Okay, so I'm not sure if any of that's been helpful to you, Ivo, but um, the question is in which country can you legally marry a dead person? Is this ringing any bells? Well, it's all been nudging us towards uh, Scotland, but the, the mention of Ratatouille has, uh, has, has, has. Um, turned my heart and my mind towards Paris. So I'm going to say France. Okay, we'll lock in France. Question number two. On April Fool's... Oh, I don't find out now. No, we'll find out at the end. Oh, for God's sake. Altogether at okay. the end. I don't know the answers yet. Brilliant. Right. That's, um, that's why. Uh, question number two. On April Fool's Day, in which country might people try to stick a fish on your back? Hmm. On April Fool's Day, in which country... Scotland or France, might people try to stick a fish on your back? Have you heard that saying before? I haven't heard that saying Do you before. play in idioms? Am I, am I a fan of idioms? Yeah, I, I, I've absolutely, I think... Um, Posters on the wall? Of all my favourite idioms. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you know, with a dolphin and then a saying. No, I don't know the dolphin and the saying posters. <laughs> oh, right. Can we, can we, what sort of, what well, sort it'll of be sort of inspirational. It'll be like... The kind of thing it? you'd find in a life coaching book. You know, like, walk um, confidently in the direction of your dreams. With a yeah. picture of a dolphin above it. <laughs> Aye. Yep. Yeah. Well, Swim confidently in the direction of your dreams. It's often sea life, yeah. I think that they find it very peaceful down there, but they've never been in a graveyard after dark. Have mm, they? Especially with you. Very peaceful. Oh, yeah, very romantic. Do you pull any pranks at school, Max, for April Fool's Day? Must be a big day for pranks. Sometimes someone um, left a, a poo in my school bag. Oh, really? Yeah. 
doesn't sound like a prank so much as bullying, doesn't it? Yeah, it was very upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> track, track down the, uh, the culprit. Mr. Simpson. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, had you done something wrong? No, but apparently Mr. Simpson um, liked to have a little bit too much Christmas port at lunchtime sometimes, mm. and he couldn't quite make it to the toilet, apparently. Um, but anyway, I got a tuck shop voucher as an apology, which was really good. And what? How much? How much is the value of a voucher at the tuck shop? Two dollars fifty. Two dollars fifty. That what? Does that go far at the tuck shop? What I, can you I, get? I got half a jumbo sausage roll. Oh, that's so wow. nice. Wow, that's great. Yeah. So you couldn't afford the whole sausage roll, so they just cut it in half today and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. gave this ch- gave you a child. Yeah, Mr. Simpson had the other half. I can imagine and he left a half of that in your bag, darling. Yeah. yeah, he did, yeah. But on April Fool's Day, in which country might people try to stick a fish on your back? If I may, poisson is a French word for fish, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. And it does you feel like... You speak French, Ivo? I do spell it. I know my poisson from my... Uh, uh, poulet from my poulet. That's get that on a poster on that wall. You've <laughs> yeah. got to know your poisson from your poulet, <laughs> and then just a vast army of chicken and fish all hanging out. That's right. Finally, that is right. I feel like it might be the kind of thing that's uh, lost in translation. Is I, what I'm willing to see. Mm. Could be a French thing. Do you are you familiar with this particular phrase? No, I've not heard this phrase. Have you heard it before? I wasn't able to I've name one idiom on command. <laughs> I'm um, uh, really at the limitations of my own my own native language right now. <laughs> I've not heard this idiom myself before, but I don't spend a lot of time with people who talk. No, indeed. A lot of your lovers are quiet, aren't they? They're very quiet. That's why. That's what I like. I still have no idea what an idiom is. It's sort of like a saying, Max. It's like um, like it's a like a catchphrase. Yeah, catchphrase. Oh. Little phrase, a little subtitle to a movie. Do you have any catchphrases at school? Let me play. Oh, <laughs> is, that, is that your oh, catch? Is that your catchphrase? Is it, Max? Yeah. Let me play. Yeah, and the kids go no. <laughs> Well, by the end of 10 questions, this is going to be devastating. <laughs> <laughs> the, f- the question at hand, on April Fool's Day, in which country might people try to stick a fish on your back? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for the um, mysterious French tradition. Question number three. Oh. The saltire is the name for which country's flag? I know the answer to this one. You know it straight away. Straight away. Would you like me to make this quick? Yeah. <laughs> Scotland. <laughs> Someone had a, a saltire around there. They were wearing it like a sort of shawl at my uh, stand-up show last night. Oh, were they now? And someone else had a fish on their back, but I wasn't able to guess where they were from, unfortunately. <laughs> Question number four. <laughs> According to the 2016 census, which country was the birthplace for most people in Australia? Hmm? According to the 2016 census, which country was the birthplace for more ah. people in Australia, which is... Uh, it fundamentally changes the question, doesn't yeah, it? If you, does a little if bit. you find more instead of most. According to the 2016 census in Australia, which country was the birthplace for more people in Australia? So were they more French in Australia or were they more Scots in Australia? That's the that question. You've toured to Australia, Ivo. I have come to Australia and I found it to be a deeply welcoming place. Oh, thank um, you. But then, of course, um, uh, I'm neither Scottish nor French. Mm. So again, I'm. What did you? Did you? What did you? What, what did you enjoy about what Australia? What did I enjoy about Australia? What did we? Did we, um, we went on a wine tour, didn't we? Well, that was one of the all-time highs of Australia and and beyond. Um, our stunning um, afternoon in the Yarra Valley. In the Yarra Valley, that's um, right. But I, I I lived in Australia when I was a, a bit younger as well. Did um, you now? Where I, w- I had some uh, 
some light-hearted joshing. Nothing on Max's daily trauma um, <laughs> uh, about uh, about being English and about liking tea and cakes and about being a useless pom. Oh, yes. Um, but I, I, I learned to live with that, and I just certainly didn't bear any grudges when I returned for the Melbourne Comedy Festival <laughs> 16 years later. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, so it, 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 in short, the answer is great wine. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think there's. I think there are more Scottish-born people than French-born people in Australia. All right, I'll jot down Scotland. Next question: The person who discovered penicillin was from which country? Um, I think it's a, a Scottish man. At what point do we come in if we know? Or do you know the answer to this? I think it might be Louis Pasteur. Oh dear, that oh. sounds. I believe instantly familiar. And I've confused... But that's pasteurised milk. It might be wrong. No, but I, I realise now that I'm thinking perhaps of the person who invented the telephone, which, you know, useful as it is to all of us on an almost daily basis, uh, it's not going to get you that far mm. with the old wounds. <laughs> yes. I you could call some penicillin too. Yeah, yeah. yes. No, of course. Where would we... Could we be an instrumental part of the process <laughs> of acquiring <laughs> penicillin. <laughs> I suppose so, but I don't think that's going to get me over the line points-wise. No, there is, there, look, it's, it's, there is a lot of medical research that's been done in this country for many, many years. Mm. I think Which you've been an instrumental part of, right? Uh, that's, that is... That's pulling up the cadavers? <laughs> the cadavers, yes. Because in Australia we do this thing with our cadavers. Mm. Um, we don't bury them. Well, where's the romance in that? Mm. You know, where is the romance? Specifically for you, you mean? That's exactly right. Uh, yeah. They're stopping me. Um, it's basically a, a, a tinder in the ground for me down there. Mm. And that's how I like it. And um, sure, sure, some people, they're nominating. They're like, take me organs. Get me out of here. Take me straight. Put me on the silver bench and cut me up for parts. <laughs> and what are you? An angel, are you? What fallen from heaven? What an absolute saint. Good on you. You don't want to risk it. Be put in the ground and have me come along and check you out. Do you put Scotland? Well, <laughs> it feels uh, disarming to put my trust in someone. Um, Louis Pasteur! So, so, so violently out of control in this relaxed <laughs> quiz environment. But Louis Pasteur is ringing some, uh, some pretty strong bells. So I am going to go with... Okay, we'll put France. Potty-mouthed Jacqueline. Have you ever had to have surgery or anything? One time, I, uh, I'm allergic to bees. Mm -hmm. But one time Danny Cuthbert um, dared me to pick up a bee and I did it. Um, and I held it for like at least 2 minutes, 30 seconds before it stung me. Wow. And, and then um, my throat swelled up mm -hmm. and I had to get the Royal Flying Doctors to Sydney to get an operation. But I actually have the New South Wales record for the longest time not breathing for a kid under 10. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and incredible. And how long was that? 8 minutes, 39 seconds. That explains a lot. <laughs> I, can I just ask, <laughs> was it Danny Cuthbert who made you hold the bee? Yeah, he's my cousin, actually. I he's was going to say it's... See this scar on my neck? Aye. Yeah, that's from, like, Mr. Wilson thought that he could do a tracheotomy and he tried to <laughs> stick a biro in my neck, but he missed. And that was part of the thing. So he just stabbed you with a pen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Before taking another shit in your bag. Yeah, it was a bad day. It's a cool that day. <laughs> Question number six. It's a shame. Which country was once ruled by Charles the Fat? Which country was once ruled by Charles the Fat? Um, which is what's written here. Ch King Charles? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I imagine at some point they were probably afforded a bit more respect than um, has been written down in this quiz question Aye. here. 
Charles the Fat. Uh, do you, uh, Charlemagne. Push Charlemagne. Do you, do you follow the royals? Charlemagne. I follow. Do I follow the royals? <laughs> you follow the royals. I've been keeping tabs on those chaps um, <laughs> for as long as I can remember. You're friends with the Queen. I'm not friends with the Queen, oh. but I'd say. I'd Any day now, I reckon she's popping off. She's popping well, those clocks. Well, yes, if, you, if, if famously, if you want to be friends with the Queen, get cracking. <laughs> um, but uh, I, she spends a lot of time up here as well. I'm hoping. Oh, that'd be a lovely grave to rob that one. Right, mm. that'd be lovely. Wouldn't it? There'd be so many jewels in there. Do they bury them with jewels? I'm not sure I how they put. You're thinking of Egypt. I think okay. you might. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the lead time between recording a podcast and release a podcast, Karen? Uh, this this particular one? Yes. One week. Okay. Right. Oh well, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so with that in mind, let's turn our attention to the rather less problematic area of <laughs> former kings of France. Because I think Charles the Fat is the sort of thing where I've I've done enough English history that that would have cropped up at some point. Well, yes. Scottish. Oh dear. Oh. English and oh. Scottish history. And you said it was right. the less problematic we, areas of discussion. Is, right. This is what you do. <laughs> you come up here, you whitewash us. Come back. The Queen is dead, culture. all is forgiven. Um, two, the two countries, what I'm saying is they have shared a fair few royals over the years. Haven't they? Um, Quite the relationship. Yes. France and Scotland. Mostly because of you. Um, <laughs> We're united in our hatred. <laughs> I've. It feels like such a simpler time when it was just a question of who puts fishes on each other's backs. Yes. I think, but no, I think it's, I think it's neither Scotland nor England, a country irrelevant to this quiz, uh, but France. Yes, I, I, I would probably put France I as reckon well. he's got gout wherever he's from, mm. particularly France, all that cheese and wine. Do, have you studied uh, history class yet? Are you, are you old enough to do history, Max? Yes, we did. We... Um, did explorers mm-hmm. in Australia, and um, I'm really good at teeth staining my projects and like burning the edges. Oh, to make them look like they were off a pirate ship. Yeah, but sometimes I burn them too much and they just all catch fire, and that's actually how the grade three, four classroom burnt down. My fault, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and what day did that happen on? That happened on the 13th of July, uh, 2021. Wasn't the same day with the bee and the, no, the shit in the bag? No, no the, a there's been day. a lot of troubling days okay, at right. school, yep. Once I had a cross on, though. Question number seven. Which country has had more F1 drivers? Mm. Mm, do you follow the racing? I don't, no. Uh, but, uh, you know... Um, best Just of, the lower leagues of... of yeah, exactly. When you're, when you're driving to Carlisle on a Saturday afternoon, yeah. um, well, you're, you're, you're having to do some pretty F1 speeds to get back <laughs> for your show, I can tell you, by which I mean 70 miles an hour, max. Yeah. Um, but, no, I think it's... Um, I think it's a pretty miserable culture all in, Karen. Yeah. And I'm going to go with France. Do you follow the F1? No, it's all a bit spicy for me, actually. So things going a bit too fast. I prefer things that are still. <laughs> and, and have been for generations. That's right. That yeah. is right. Things that aren't going to spook me too much. Don't move too fast. Mm. I like them quiet. Have you ever stumbled across a grave where someone did move? Anyone buried alive? Uh, I Well, were they... You mean... Have you ever found someone who's been buried alive in your times robbing graves? Aye, that is a clear question, though. No. Yeah. <laughs> no entendre to be found in the answer, I guess. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I, I, oh, did, yes. I did, I did, I did. I came across one man. By the time I got there, he was gone, though. 
he was on his way out. Mm. I think uh, the inevitable was going to happen there, and uh, they interred him early. Mm-hmm. An early interment. Mm. <laughs> Keep getting into these colder sacks with a little <laughs> few rolls of the air, don't they? But he was, they, they did, they interred him early. And, um, but I get, you know, he just sort of had a few last gasps. Um, mm-hmm. And he gave me his last words, which I recorded. And then I thought, oh, lovely, a fresh one here. I was going to say, it would have been a good candidate oh, for a marriage. Oh, it was very, yeah, well, I didn't bring him all the way back to my bed. I do prefer them cooler than that, if I'm honest. <laughs> but I did sort of have a little dance with him. Because it is nice when you're having a slow dance that you can really feel the weight of someone's soft arm around your back. Mm. You don't want a stiff arm. It's very difficult to feel a real embrace from a sort of stiff cadaver. Mm. So I thought this is a perfect slow dance partner here. And that's what we did. And slowly he stiffened around me as, of course, the natural process took hold. And um, anyway. Question number eight. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you invite me on this podcast, Karen? As the natural process took hold. <laughs> sort of weirdly the most chilling phrase of the whole <laughs> experience for me. <laughs> Question number eight. Which country has more islands? Which country Ooh. has more islands? Scotland or France? Now, this is a tricky one, I guess. Do, do I get to ask a question? Yeah, sure. Do I don't know if I'll have the answer for you, but... Do you get to include all of the French... Uh, region, Like the... French Polynesia, for example. French Polynesia. It's a good. That's a good question. There's a lot there, Ivo. Yes, Scottish Polynesia. Not getting such a big. Uh, Not nearly <laughs> as populated. <laughs> um, but the Orkneys. There's a lot up there. Yes, of there course. Is. You would have to think that just the islands surrounding Scotland would potentially overtake the islands of France, even if you included French Polynesia. I, I agree. Yeah, it's just terrific so place very to bury bodies. Aye. Or keep money. Uh, let's go with Scotland. I'll put Scotland. Um, you're, of course, not in character, so you uh, genuinely believe um, that there's a great place to bury bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's all to play for by this point. Yeah. It? Have you got any leads or any specific places that you... I think when you've been doing it for as many generations as your family have, it's pretty undignified to be seeking external help like this. <laughs> okay, well... I mean, you're ever-growing, aren't you? You're ever-changing, you're ever-searching for answers, Ivo. This isn't a co-pro. Question number nine. Which country was the birthplace of Sean Connery's second wife? (laughs) (laughs) That might be a red herring. Was the birthplace of Sean Connery's second wife? Well, it could be one of those double bluffs. You know, we're you expecting. Think sh- you think Connery, you think uh, Scotland. But uh, there's every chance that he uh, went a little more. Uh, went to the continent. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the wrong vowel sound there, but. <laughs> Your parents still together, Max? No. 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 Dad drives dirt bikes in the outback. That's not a surprise, to be honest, Max. <laughs> and he's married to that life, is he? He's married to that life. Yeah, he tried to get married to his bike. Um, Oh, officially? Officially, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had to go to Belgium to do it. <laughs> and then mum's got a new boyfriend. Oh, a new boyfriend? Yeah, Toby. Oh, and do you like Toby? Yeah, he's pretty good. He stacks milk at the supermarket. No, he gives, sometimes he gives me free chocolate milk. 
Pretty oh, good. wow. That's great. That's pretty lucky. Yep. Going past there after school? Yep. Because you walk home, do you? Yep. Sometimes he lets me see how long I can stay in the cool room for. <laughs> My record is um, three hours and 42 <laughs> minutes. And that's another time I had to go to hospital because I had hypothermia. <laughs> it's just personal best after personal best. <laughs> oh. Uh, which country was the birthplace of Sean Connery's second wife? 50-50 chance. Yes. Well, this whole thing's been done within the uh, warm climes of the 50-50 chance. Yes, yeah, so you've picked uh, the right packet of questions. But this one is, as you say, is it a red herring or is it a, is it a, d- a double red herring? Mm. And I think it's, uh, I, I think it's, I think he's married a French woman, second. Question number 10. Final question. Here we go. Which country's capital is closest to London by distance? <gasps> oh, now this is an answer I'm excited to get at the end of the quiz. This is a uh, gimme at the end, isn't by it? The, which I'll have forgotten by the time I left this building. Yeah. But this one is Paris for this me. This is Paris, isn't it? Do you frequently travel over to Paris? Are you on the train a lot? The train, the height of luxury. When the I did Eurostar. my the Eurostar for me in the um, uh, when I did a year abroad studying in Paris in 2011 and came home regularly due to homesickness and cowardice. I um, <laughs> uh, took I was not able to afford the Eurostar, so I took the Eurolines bus, um, which is oh. uh, a, a quite a grisly affair. And actually. Can I now compare that to the length of the mega bus that I've taken between London and Edinburgh over the years? But of Ooh, course, you've got to bus. factor in those stops, haven't you? Mm. The Euroline suddenly seems much longer, but there was a lot of ferry faff. Yes. Uh, I've actually dragged quite a few bodies off those mega buses over the years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, people who. It's a very shallow grave, isn't could it? Could not the survive, <laughs> and people who You're chose very not to survive. You're for the shallow grave if you've taken mega bus gold and uh, <laughs> slept in there. Quite unique flatbeds. What's the, what's the gold? What's that translate to? Uh, gold is the is the is is the flatbed part. Oh great! Yes, yes. it's um. Aye. It's a, it's a it's a claustrophobe's worst nightmare. Yeah. Mm. It does cost anywhere between three and six pounds. Eighty percent survival rate. Thrilled with that twenty. That's pretty good. Aye, it pulls into Waverley, and I just drag them off. Mm. But having drawn on my own bus-based experiences, I'm actually going to say that this is a red herring, and that it's actually. It's actually Edinburgh. The one that seems closer is closer. That's 10 questions. How do you feel you did? The only one I'm sure of is the one that I was actively corrected on uh, by Jacqueline, um, <laughs> Louis Pasteur. Oh, yes. Um, but uh, I tend to drift through life with pretty uh, pretty medium-scale aspirations for myself, so I really will just be happy with five, <laughs> six, and to escape unscathed from some of the more willfully provocative things I've said while trying to keep a comedic pace. <laughs> Well, the average score on this quiz show is four out of ten. Oh, good. So five is streaks ahead. Valhalla. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Let's find out. Question number one was, in which country can you legally marry a dead person? You said France, and the answer is France. Yes. I'll be moving. (laughs) (laughs) Question number two, on April Fool's Day, in which country might people try to stick a fish on your back? You said France, and it's France. We're already halfway to the... Les poissons. You're the smartest person I've ever met. Thank you so much, Max. It's not a crowded field by the sounds of it. I don't know what those words meant, but <laughs> you're very <laughs> handsome as well. The salt, the salt dyer is a name for which country? Oh, flight? I knew this one. Yeah, I knew this, this one as well. One. So I think we could be looking at three Lock from three. You said Scotland and Scotland. Scotland the breeze. Question number four. According to the 2016 census, which country was the birthplace for more people in Australia? You said Scotland and it's Scotland. <gasps> this is suddenly quite the... Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Cakewalk. Oh, sorry. <laughs> The person who discovered penicillin was from which country? An absolute shoe in, you reckon? You said France, but it's Scotland. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny, you tricked him. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) You got tricked so bad there. I feel like it it was found on an orange, wasn't it? The mould was found on an orange. Alexander Fleming. Fleming. Penicillin. I said Louis Pasteur pasteurised milk. I could be wrong. Trust you, trust your instincts and crucially the knowledge you actually acquired at school rather than the <laughs> charming musings <laughs> of an eccentric gravedigger. <laughs> Robber. Who doesn't even exist. Next question was, which country was once ruled by Charles the Fat? You said France and it's France. Imagine if Louis Pasteur is the one question we don't get right. Imagine if you'd taken a clean... Sweetener. Imagine. Yes. Imagine. And that was the one you were par- proudest of. That's the one you were prepared to hang your hat on. Don't tell me where I'm going to hang my hat at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Which country has had more F1 drivers? You said France, and it's France. Good stab in the dark there. Who the country we or we was my yeah. you know life's goal <laughs> essentially. <laughs> the country that has more islands is Scotland. You were correct there. Wow, you you gave me a little nudge there, Karen. Oh, I, I had a, a, yeah, nod, had a, nod and a wink sense. from the. I just watched host. the weather this morning, and the map was clearly it was a shitload of islands. What a, uh, what a cool boast. A sh- I was just watching the weather this morning. Or a Shetland of islands. The country that was the birthplace of Sean Connery's second wife was France. It was. It was. Right. My God. Now, do we know where Sean Connery is buried? And question number 10. Which country's, <laughs> which country's capital is closest to London by distance? You swerved Paris to lock in Edinburgh of Scotland, and you are wrong. You stupid uh, boy. It is France. It is France. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. In a way, it's nice to have some of my own failure in there, <laughs> yeah. rather than just that of my I'm here to consult. I'm not always correct. <laughs> Which gives you eight out of ten. Thank you very much. That's really good. That's the highest score I've ever seen anyone get on a quiz ever. Thank you so much. Have you, you don't get eight out of ten very often, Max? No, but one time I got a, um, a minus eight. Oh, they took points away from you. Yeah. Um, how wrong could you have been? Because I tried to teeth stain my answer and burn the edges, and that's how I burned down the three. Oh, you burned down the school. So you got negative eight for burning down the school. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have any friends in your class? It sounds you've, you've painted, if I'm honest, quite a lonely picture today, Max. But do you have any schoolmates that you're you're friends with? N- no, I don't really have any friends at school. Oh. But I there's a nice wall that I like to go and rub my hand against, and that feels good. Um. <laughs> You could dig up some friends. I could dig up some friends. Go on. Yeah, get out yeah, there yeah. to the Narrabri graveyard and dig up a friend or two. Yeah, sometimes I go give Grandma a cuddle. Aye. She's stiff by now? Yeah, she's, oh, she's so stiff. Uh, but Grandpa still takes her to the uh, casino there? Yeah, sometimes Grandpa... Yeah, I helped Grandpa dig her up to take her to the casino. Aye. And yeah. at the casino... Yes. I met a croupier... <laughs> 
Did you? What was his name? His name was uh, Oliver Coleman. Oh, really? Yeah. That's sad for Oliver. <laughs> because he's got a show at the Edinburgh Fringe at the moment. Uh, he's just got this last... He's got one weekend to go. He does um, have one weekend to go, yeah, and yeah. I, I assume if he's also a croupier down at the casino in Narrabri, that maybe the ticket sales haven't been going quite the way that Oliver had hoped. He doesn't always make it back for his show in time, but he's doing his best. <laughs> it's great. Well, Max Cuthbert, thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much, Karen. Uh, and Jacqueline McIlvaney. Aye. Uh, th- uh, thank you so much for being here as well. It's been my absolute pleasure. It was uh, very disturbing, if I'm honest. I'm so sorry. Um <laughs> Sometimes you just go to a dark place, don't you? Yeah. And that's where I've been. But do you enjoy you enjoy the work? Do you do, do it alone? The or grave you, robin. Yeah, or do you have I'm anybody? Mostly alone, mostly alone. Sometimes I'll dig up a grave and then get a body out of that and then prop them up, talk to them while I dig up the grave. So it's not entirely alone, but mm. there is all, also a lot of a ghosts around. Very, very haunted. This whole city is built on bones. Hi. Mm. I could be working forever. Mm. Um, do, have you had any um, any interest from uh, from journalists oh. or um, <laughs> <laughs> or? Um, <laughs> no, I think she said everything she wants to say. <laughs> no, this whole thing. I don't think I bones. want to put my name to this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, no, no. I dug up a lovely lady the other day, actually. <laughs> Did you? Oh, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's um, her name? Nikki Britton. Did she have a name badge on the she? She did. She had a name badge because she had, um, it, it was actually an assembly pass. Oh, okay. She passed away. Uh, she passed away with her pass on. <laughs> Just ran herself into the ground, running from show to show. Just exhaustion, pure exhaustion. Well, Stopped breathing. I hope she is managed. I hope you breathe enough life in her to uh, last the final week of oh, the Edinburgh Fringe. Oh no, fringe. she's gone. <laughs> okay. Well, then unfortunately you won't no. be able to catch Nikki. Well, Britton no, no. The... Please, please do. Please, <laughs> please do. Please race out, race out. Now I understand if you're Scottish, this may have really pissed you off. <laughs> but rest assured, I do have uh, this in my heritage. <laughs> I'm not sure it's completely wrong. Yeah. Anyway, uh, race out to see Nikki Britton because, um, my God, no one else is. <laughs> Thank you for being here, Jacqueline McIlvain. Maybe I'll dig up her career. <laughs> <laughs> and Ivo Graham, congratulations on 8 out of 10. Thank you very much. That's great news for me. Uh, you two eight out of, oh, that's your score. Never mind. Thought you were doing the quiz show. No, I know. It's it, 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 horrible, horrible to be reminded by a good score of a sort of professional failure elsewhere. <laughs> but uh, but it is what it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Have you heard about Ivo and 8 out of 10 <laughs> on Karen's Quiz Podcast? Yeah. <laughs> still, still good. Um, I know hard feelings about Louis Pister. You know I had to do that for a Scottish people, throw you under the bus once. Uh, that's absolutely fine. It's a happy life under the bus, eh, Max? Um, oh my, my show is at uh, uh, the Pleasance Courtyard at oh, yes. uh, 7.30pm every day. I haven't actually been invited by you to advertise that fact, but I thought I'd just steal That's straight exactly on what I was now. about to do. It's very um, kind of you. And then back to London? And then <laughs> back to London, straight back on the main on bus. The bus. Back to London, yes, please. <laughs> For what I'm sure will seem a especially long and arduous trip, knowing that I could be getting so much more quickly <laughs> to Paris. <laughs>
<laughs> That's it for Wax Quizzle this week. We'll see you next week. Is that it? Yeah. I and just wonder if we could mention Nicky Britton is doing Soho Theatre. Oh, yes. On the first, second and third in London as well. Absolutely, I'm so sorry you just reminded me of when I have not done any marketing for it. <laughs> and a uh, few people are uh, quite angry at me for that. So, <laughs> taking a box. Well, uh, the perfect place to start. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a podcast for Australians. <laughs> Pop it over. <laughs> That's it for Wax Physical this week. We'll see you next week. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.